Ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Oh, oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Whoa, we're gonna have company! Loud noises! <laughs> that was a good one. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> that was from Mr. Ditko. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You are currently experiencing a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yes. Yay. The new episode, the new newest. week, newest, the latest. Number the 25, 20, I believe. 25. Yep. That's five times five. Not 250. No. 25. 25. Well, we're the quarter of the way to 100 now, considering it's in the new format. In the old format, it's like 115 or something. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Well over 100 now. Look at us go. Ooh. Yay. Ooh. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm an Ashley Hall. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Ash, how has your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. What would you like to share with the listeners? I watched the entirety of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I and regret every moment of it. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how that became the most popular and most watched sitcom of all time. I don't understand. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, it's got the whole sex sells thing going for it, but like, there's like fisting jokes, like incest, like heck, every episode there is a serious reference to somebody committing suicide. What the fuck? Like, this is one of the darkest television shows I've ever seen on TV, <laughs> and it was so popular. I remember <laughs> loving every episode when I was when, when it, it was, was on. originally on, and now you're watching it with what? hindsight. And like... What was wrong with me? <laughs> 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 what was wrong? Well, yes. I don't know. Charlie Sheen had a lot of, lot to do with that, probably. That's my twin. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why you liked it at the time. Yeah. Because you were connecting with him. You were vibing with him on some kind of level of yes. connectiveness. Yes, we were both serious crackheads. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, that's all right. Well, how did you feel when, like, you know, the show changed up into... Ashton Kutcher territory. Okay. One of the greatest <laughs> feats in television history uh-huh. is the scene in which Ashton Kutcher shows up while Alan's holding Charlie's ashes and Walden's just like, Ashton Kutcher's like, hello. And Alan just craps himself and the ashes go everywhere. Yeah. Goodbye, Charlie. Yeah. Hello, Walden. Like, that is phenomenal. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that clip. I, I love it. It's very funny. That's so, in, so freaking genius. Yeah. Like, out with the old, in with the new, right there and then. Yeah, like. it's a cool, it's a cool transition. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but I will say, I don't like what they did with Charlie after that. Like they kept referencing him. Yeah, but in worse ways than what he was ever doing on the show. Like no. they were calling him. They, they were basically making fun of Charlie Sheen as opposed to Charlie's uh, character. Yeah, well, that was because him and Chuck Law had that massive falling out and stuff. Yeah, so that makes sense. But it's a little petty, I guess, to keep mm. bringing it up and throwing it in the audience's face. Like, yeah. like hey, it, look, I'm making another jerk. <laughs> yeah, like, it was all... Yeah, have you, you've seen Two and a Half Men, yeah? I haven't seen all of it. I 
I don't really care about spoilers, but I've seen. Do you I've remember? Seen, I've seen a bunch of it. You remember what Charlie's character was like? He was an alcoholic woman's man kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Ladies' man. Um, but after that, he was painted as a crackhead and a, a, a drug addict and a, like yeah. just the, the worst of the worst. Like the real Charlie Sheen. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they're making fun of Charlie Sheen, yeah, not Charlie wow. Harper. That's interesting. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> How was my week? Um, pretty good. Yeah. I've I've seen a couple of movies. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about later. You I've s- seen both of them as you well. You saw both of them too? <gasps> Excellent. Have we talked about... Not the one we saw together. No, we haven't. the other one. No. Oh, so we're going to... Oh, we're going to talk about both movies then. Yeah. I'm excited then. <laughs> we're not going to tell you what they are. I mean, you could probably guess if you know us and you know this podcast what, <laughs> what movies they're going to be. But... You know, that's what Cookie Review's for. It was Pokemon the movie 19. <laughs> yeah. And the latest Dragon Ball whatever they're doing. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah. I, yeah. So that was probably the highlight of my week. And or as well as I uh, this weekend, just um, was in Bendigo. My best friend is turning 30 this week. So she had a big party with all her f- closest friends. And it was a pink theme. So I had to wear pink. But that's because I love her. I don't usually wear pink. <laughs> it's my favorite color. Is, I know it's your favorite color. <laughs> Love pink. Yeah. I like some shades of pink, just not like like in your face hot pink. Oh, ew. I guess. Yeah. And that's, she loves that stuff. But yeah, she likes all shades of pink, I guess. But that's okay. It was still an amazing time. Um, I ran into it. Like, usually I don't run into that many people when I go back to Bendigo because that's where I'm from. Um, but you would think I would run into people I've, I've known, but I... Saw like three people at the pub where she had her thing last night that I knew from like um, previous jobs or high school. Yeah, yeah. Only three people. Far out. Three. Yeah, was in the, we're all in the one bar at the same time. Like it was. Maybe nobody else is in Bendigo anymore. Maybe nobody else is. Yeah. It was weird too. You know, another connection. One of them is living with my ex-boyfriend, <laughs> who apparently hasn't changed <laughs> in, <laughs> in ten years. <laughs> Enough. Which I thought, which I thought was very hilarious. That is quite hilarious. Yes, <laughs> yes. But no, it was it was a good time. So I, it's been good, good week, good good week. Um, That's good. Yes. All right. Well, let's dive into the news then, shall mm-hmm. we? The news most nerdy. The news most nerdy. Yes. It's time time for the news. With most some nerdy. dude named Kendall. With some d- yeah yeah fair. Well, you are Richard's son after all. I am son of Richard. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Yes. Um, okay. News time. <laughs> Let's get serious and professional now. Okay. Alright. Okay. So, unfortunately, we must start the news... With um, some sad news to report, um, the legendary comic book artist and creator Steve Ditko has passed away this week. Um, he was ninety years old, which is he made it amazing. Like what a life! Um, uh, for those who don't know, he was responsible for co-creating Spider-Man. Um, you My know, un- undoubtedly one of the most iconic Marvel heroes ever. Mm. In history, um, probably one of the most popular. It's my um, boy. It's your boy, Spidey. Yeah. yeah. And um, he also created Doctor Strange. 
back in 1963. It's my so, dad. Yep. Is your dad? I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange is great. He's a very good character. Um, yeah, so uh, very, very sad to hear that he's passed. But, you know, he, yeah, he obviously lived a long and very productive and very wonderful life, mm. you know, bringing so much joy to so many people for, I mean... We're going up nearly 60 years since these characters were created now, almost. Yeah. Like 55. 55, 60 years. Years. It's just, yeah. I said to Ash before we started recording, I'm like, I forget how old some of these characters are now, you know? It's just unreal. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it shows just how incredibly talented Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko especially were, mm. um, you know, to create these characters that have lasted from generation to generation. And, yeah, there's and, been at least three or four generations since the creation. And yeah, them. definitely. Out, yeah, yeah. And then the fact that now that we have this amazing le- legacy of the MCU and the, you know, obviously continuation of Marvel Comics being published, like to just further their legacy and everything they started. So yes, that's really, really good. So Steve Ditko, we thank you and may you rest in peace. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for creating Spider-Man. And Doctor Strange. Um, Okay, moving into some other news now. We've got a bunch of casting news that came out this week. Um, I'm going to start with the top one, which is pretty cool. Um, Actress Carrie Russell, who is at the moment most known for being in the TV series The Americans. Um, She has been cast in Episode 9, Star Wars Episode 9, which is the J.J. Abrams Going Ugh. to be written and directed film coming out next year. They're filming either now or soon. I'm not sure. They should have got someone else. Sorry, sorry. Just no. Go. Well, they haven't said they haven't said what character she's going to no, be no, playing. No. They should have got somebody else besides JJ. Oh, sorry. They should have kept the tradition of the original trilogy and have it all directed and written by different people. Anyway, <laughs> back to Kerry Russell. <laughs> nice little aside there. I agree with you. It's okay. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, they haven't said exactly what kind of role it's going to be, um, what side of the force she's going to lean on, but um, she's a very fine actress, so it's very cool to see her um, joining the Star Wars universe. So I apologise, I'm just having a Google, got no idea who she is. Okay. Oh, she's Felicity. Yes. Yeah, I know who she is now. Yes. I know Felicity. Yes. Everyone, yeah, Felicity. If 90s kids will remember Felicity, or at least 2000, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, she was big. She was also, the first time, first thing I saw her in, side note, was, um, uh, what, what was it called? I've forgotten the name, the name of the movie, but no, she was in the sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, honey, I Blew Up the Hi- Kid. Yeah, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. She was, um, you know, the son... Nick? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, she was the... It's her first movie. Oh, it was her first movie? Came out the year I was born. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't know it was her first movie. But, yes, that was, um, she played the, his, the girl he had a crush on. Nick's love interest and the babysitter of Adam. Yes. Hey. Yes, yeah. I, yeah, she was really good in that. I remember, yeah, I remember watching her in that. Um, but yeah, so she's going to be in Star Wars now, which is pretty cool. Um, okay. More. It's fair to say she blew up. It is very fair to say she blew up. <laughs> That's a good pun. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of people who've blown up because he's awesome, Idris Elba um, is going to play the villain in the upcoming Fast and Furious spin-off movie, which is featuring The Rock and uh, Jason Statham's characters as the main oh, yeah. the main characters. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm keen for that. You're keen? Yeah, I haven't... The last Fast movie I watched was number... Um, oh, gosh. Number five. Uh, the one where I, they go I, to Brazil? 
Yeah, yeah. that was really good. Because that was the first one with The Rock, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when he was, like, trying to catch him. Mm. And then, <clears throat> so then I have no idea how he ended up on their side. But, um, yeah, and that happened in number six, I think. And then, which I didn't really see. And then number seven happened... And I remember watching the end and like my, like being at mum and dad's house once and they have Foxtel. So uh, oh, yeah. mum was channel surfing and we just caught, happened to catch the end of it. And I, and that's when they were saying goodbye to, to Brian, to Paul Walker's character. And I just remember bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I haven't been invested in these movies emotionally. When they separate. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, freaking piano starts. Oh, oh my God. God. Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, like I haven't been like I haven't been emotionally invested in this franchise for years but seeing that like that just like that last like five minutes with that and then the, that that song is so powerful and so moving and just because we know how tragic and sad what happened to Paul Walker was like mm. oh my god it's just so it's yeah it's incredibly well done um brutal yeah it was very brutal tears everywhere but yeah um, long side track there, but yeah, Idris Elba, um, yeah, also a very fine and amazing actor is going to be, yeah, the bad fine guy. Indeed. Fine indeed. Going up against The Rock and Mr. Statham. So look, yeah. out, look out for that one. It's going to be good. Um, okay. Heimdall. Heimdall. He's not- is, I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Sorry, the whole time you're talking, that's why I was so silent. I'm oh, like, oh, right. Yeah, what's that's his what name? it was. Yeah, Heimdall. Since he, you know, he's got a lot of spare time on his hands now. Spoilers. <laughs> well, that wasn't even what got him. Anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> May as well have. Um, all right. Casting news. Okay. Top Gun 2 casting news. Um, they have found the actor to play Moose. Uh, Moose. <laughs> Goose. Goose is funny son. if that's his name. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> That's his code Goose, name, Moose. Yeah, Moose. <laughs> and just Jared Padalecki shows up. It would be great. Fully will get that reference. I don't get it. It's a supernatural joke. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Goose's son. Was it supernatural? Because it seemed like it really happened. What? You called it a supernatural joke. Yeah. Supernatural the TV. Like really Supernatural the TV show, <laughs> you little shit. Oh my god. You stop trolling me. Um okay. You make it so hard. It's I, I, so easy. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you I get a reaction every time. I know. That's why people keep me around, because I react to being stirred up. It's it's fun for everyone but me. Um Miles Teller is what I'm trying to get at. Miles Teller. He has been cast um, as Goose's son in the Top Gun sequel. Have you seen Top Gun, Ash? No. Okay. Can no I s- interest in it. No interest? All right. So, yeah, well, I'll spoil. Funny. Well, because the movie's like... Goose dies. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, that's all right. Sorry, taking, taking your throne. <laughs> no, no, I don't care. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, I only, well, I only saw it for the first time like a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. So, and then, yeah, I didn't know that Goose died. So, thankfully, I managed to have that not spoiled for me. Sorry if I just ruined it for anyone, but the movie's been out for 30 years. So, suck it. Actually, I have um, seen it. Oh, you have seen it? Yes, I had it on 3D like 10 years ago. Oh, not, cool. not 10 years Apparently, ago, it's pretty good like in that. 3D. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the things that they came out with, like the older movies Some in of them 3D, are good. there's so much better 3D effects than that's cool. stuff that's actually being made being in designed. 3D. <laughs> yeah. Why does that not surprise like, me? Jurassic Park. I've got that in 3D. Oh, yeah. I heard, Phenomenal. I heard that's pretty good in 3D. That would be scary as shit in 3D. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that kitchen scene, man. You oh. feel like you're there. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ooh, getting dark. Getting dark. Um, yeah, Miles Teller, awesome actor. 
Um, people will know him from Whiplash. And ah, Fantastic Four. That's where they know him from. I was going to say Fantastic Four, but not first, because it's never going to be mentioned first in anything, because people don't want to be reminded of that movie. I still haven't um, seen it. Good. It's like the one bad movie that I haven't seen. Oh, good. Don't. 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 Why? I love it. It's, you know I will. Why haven't you already then? Oh, <laughs> it's been out for like three years. I'll defend it until uh, the day I die. Okay. Watch it and then try defending it. Okay. See how you go then. All right. Next up in the news. Um, so this was a big story this week. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think I'm more on. I think I'm more on the side of the critics, but then I'm kind of on her side. But anyway, we'll maybe discuss that in a sec. Scarlett Johansson, of course, um, was announced this week. She's being cast as a transgender uh, man. Ah, this one. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, she's going to be playing, um, in, a, in a biopic, she's going to be playing a man named Dante Tex. I don't know if it's Gil or Jill. I think it's Gil. Dante Tex Gil, a trans-masculine figure in 1970s Pittsburgh whose massage parlor served as a front for sex work. Um, it's also going to be directed by Rupert Sanders, who worked with her on Ghost in the Shell, which was another movie she came under fire for because of uh, the whitewashing on. controversy, um, which if those who have seen the movie, I think they handled the story really well and it made sense as to why she wasn't an, it wasn't an Asian actress who played, but I understand people's grievances and I understand people's grievances with this. Um, a lot of the LGBTQ um, community has come out and, you know, expressed their rage and disappointment in Hollywood for letting this happen. Um, you know, why should a cisgender female be playing this character? This is acting. And I, that's, see, that's where I, I kind of fall on both sides. Cause I'm like, well, it's a dramatization it's not real. Yeah. She's an actress, you know. And then because Scarlett's defense, well, she released a statement oh. where she said um, she responded to the critics mm. uh, backlash by telling people to approach Jeffrey Tambor, Jared Leto and Felicity Huffman's reps for comment, uh, which apparently people thought uh, or oh, they didn't really appreciate that response from her. Um, Felicity Hoffman, Trans America. Trans America, yeah. Tra- uh, Felicity wow. Huff- yeah, Trans America is almost 15 years old yeah. now. But at the time, she or she was Oscar nominated for that. People were loving it. She got so much critical acclaim. Um, Jared Leto won an Oscar for playing uh, for a transgender woman um, mm, in Dallas Buyers Club, and he gave an incredible and heart-wrenching performance. Um, it was so wonderful. And Jeffrey Tambor, same, um, transparent. Um, you oh, know. It's an amazing show. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's very good. And he was getting so much praise and all of this. And, you know, she's right in pointing this out because where was the backlash for these actors? Like, I don't remember anyone arcing up saying, why is Jared Leto playing a trans person? Why is Felicity Huffman playing a trans like, all, all of this... I don't understand. All of this attacking on casting and stuff, it seems to have really blown up in the last like two years it has and um i watched a thing today a ricky gervais stand-up special where mm-hmm. he, he put it perfectly okay he, he said he's old now he's like 58 60 something like that he's like man i believe i lived in the best time for humanity like 1965 to 2015 that, and now we're starting to go a bit far with things it's going a little bit overboard. Yeah. Now, I can see where they're coming from. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, yes. not, I'm not knocking them for no. being like, hey, dude, come on, I'm trans. Let me in. But um, 
we're going a bit far. Like this is acting. Yeah. I would love to play a trans person. Yeah. Yeah, like, what it would a, be amazing. What an incredible like character. Like I hate the fact as well like for so many years as well, you know, the minority groups, like, and I'm, a, you know, we're a part of that minority group, the LGBT community, mm-hmm. um, you know, for example, um, ex- express their, you know, displeasure at the fact that these kinds of people and stories are not being told. They're not being represented in mainstream media. We're finally getting some representation and, it's like, you know, you, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like they're arcing up because, oh, it's, well, okay. We, you, sh- sh- there's a character that's tr- going to be tra- transgender on screen, but it's being played by a cisgender person. Mm. Oh, no. I'm like, well, they don't have to make the movie. Like, ov- obviously, this is a life that they want to shine some light on. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about the story of Dante Gill. Um but, you know, I'm very curious. It sounds like it would be a really interesting movie um, to be made. And Scarlett Johansson is a fine actress. I keep saying fine a lot because they are fine. They're good. Um, she's really, really talented. Um, and she, she's fine. And she, <laughs> she is. That's not the point. <laughs> not the point. Um, but I just, I just, I don't know. I, I get it. But it's just like, come on, you can't, you can't just viciously attack people online for, for that. Like, I don't... I don't know. It's just it's such an interesting issue because it's like if you fall on one side, you're, you know, you're you're um, homophobic or you're racist, or if you fall on the other side, then you're just like an extreme, you know, way too opinionated or whatever you are. Like it's just you can't really win with this argument, mm. which is why I can I can kind of see both sides, but I just at the same time it's it's fiction, it's make believe. Like there, the movie is based on true facts, but it's not going to be word for word everything that happened um and yeah like i said it's a dramatization so and i feel bad for scarlet that she's copying all of this flack but i don't know i don't know unless maybe she she needs to step down from the role i mean i don't think she will but like you know she's gonna stick to her guns and see it through and who knows she'll probably turn in the best performance of her career like she's still pretty young she's like barely in her mid-30s um so who knows I thought all. she was older than that. Yeah, no, she's like, she's super young. She's, yeah, I think she's like 35 or 36, maybe. Like, hmm. at, yeah, she's only a few years older than me, I'm pretty sure. I could be dead wrong, but I remember, I think I remember reading that she was, yeah, she's not, yeah, not that old. Um, but yeah, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You kind of agree with what, I, where I'm com- what I'm saying about all this? Yeah, Any, yeah. Anything you want to add before we move on? <coughs> I don't know. Because, like, I respect... We're going to get too controversial if you want me to speak. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have some very strong opinions on this whole issue. But you kind of yeah. siding with me a little? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I'm siding with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I see both sides. Yes. But I agree with ScarJo. <clears throat> yes, I, I do too. Especially because, you know, like I said before, I'll just keep repeating myself. Like, you know, the other ac- those other actors haven't... Like, what about Hilary Swank in Boys Don't Cry? Like, didn't she play, like, a woman who was transitioning into a man in that movie? I haven't seen that movie. She won an Oscar for it, I think, or she was not. Who's Hilary Swank? You know, you know, have you seen Million Dollar Baby? No. Um, Is that that Clint Eastwood boxing boxing movie? movie? Yeah, she's the actress in that. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. It's a really good movie. It's fucking brutal to watch. Doesn't that have Jay Baruchel in it as well? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Morgan Freeman's in it. Um, He's in everything. He's in everything. (laughs) 
He's the narrator of everything that's ever been narrated. Yeah, he's, he's, that's because he's amazing at it. Um, anyway, Gold Leader. Um, I think we've said all we're going to say about about that topic. Just, yeah. Anyway. Can I just say... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, more news developing probably on that in the coming weeks. Okay, so got a couple of movie uh, reboots and remakes we're going to discuss now. Um, first off being the Child's Play remake that was announced during the week. Um... I, <clears throat> when I was looking up the deal with this <laughs> this movie, so it's going to be a straight up remake of the original film, but with some changes. A reboot. The, yeah, they're rebooting it. Yeah. So with some changes to the the, the story and, and what Chucky is. Yeah, yeah high tech doll or something yes. like that. So modern, modernized, I guess. Um, and But here's the disappointing part. So we, we announced, I think, a little while ago that they're, um, they're making a Child's Play TV series. Um, and Brad Dourif, who is the voice of Chucky, is going to be doing the voice of him in the show. Um, and that series is set in continuity with Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky and all of the, those Child's Play movies. This reboot is going to be separate from all of that. And Brad Dourif will not be voicing Chucky. So yeah. gonna, which I find a bit unfortunate because he's... I mean, I haven't seen... All, I've only seen the first Child's Play movie. I haven't seen all of them. But, like, his voice is like, you know... That's Chucky. So the fact that they... It's just like how they remade Nightmare on Elm Street and didn't get Robert Englund to be Freddy Krueger. They had that other guy. I don't even remember his name. That's the guy who played Rorschach. Really? Yeah, in yeah, Watchmen? In Watchmen yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember the actor's name. I'm sorry. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. I'm like, I know, I know who it is. I just don't remember his name. Okay. I had yes. to pull that out from well done. somewhere. Like. You heard it. You heard that's on record. Kendall forgot a name and Ash remembered it. Like, that's amazing. Well done. Yeah, usually I forget my own name. I know, right? Yes. What? Um. <laughs> you got to introduce me on the show. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, I'm an Ashley Hall. No, that's an Ashley Hall. Um. Over there. That's an Over Ashley there, Hall. Over there. That's an Ashley Hall. Um, yeah. So that's going to be coming out in the next year or so um i'm yeah. not keen but no no i don't think we need it i don't think it's necessary they, they seem to be doing quite fine making their, their kind of cult hits over there uh with brad so but i don't know we'll see It'll they're good they're getting good again too that's what i heard the last couple of movies i heard were quite good yeah like curse of chucky the one before the last one mm-hmm. scared the crap out of me oh yeah it hasn't done like that series hasn't done that since the first one shit that's like, good. Yeah. That is really good considering yeah. the first one was made in what, the late 80s? Yeah, 88 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was the year I was born. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's because I'm 30, remember? Um, oh, yeah, you're old. That's <clears> right. Yeah, I'm old. Yes. <laughs> I'm old. Okay. Um, and lastly, uh, lastly in the news, we have just, was just announced today, the t- uh, the time of recording, um, they're working on a third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie produced by Michael Bay. This one I'm excited for. I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. I hope it is like a sequel to the last two. Yeah, it's, well, it's I think it's supposed to be. Oh. But I, th- I think they're, I did read as well that they're, it's going to be a sequel, but I think at the same time, they kind of try and reboot it at the same time, I mm. guess. Like, I think it will, like they're just trying a different approach, maybe, because Out of the Shadows wasn't, compared to the first one, wasn't as big a success. Nah, nowhere near. So, it didn't do as well, unfortunately. Two completely different movies as well. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just completely different tones and everything. Interesting. Like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're excited. I'm sure a lot of people yeah, will be excited. I, I don't know why, but I really like those movies. Oh, that's good. 
I'm glad you enjoy them. I mean, I haven't watched them, so I shouldn't really bag on them or anything. But, you know. <clears throat> I just... Not my cup of tea. I'm not, I don't have any kind of... Well, it's nobody's cup of tea. It's a movie. So I... <laughs> How do you drink a movie? Mm, you take the film out of the can. Well, it's digital. Um... Anyway, that's the news. Um, <laughs> that's all the news. Anything we want to add? Or we've pretty much discussed everything, haven't we? You had any thoughts? There was something, but I've forgotten what it was. So that's oh. why it's not being said right now. All right. Great. Yeah. Well, if you think of it, just feel free to interrupt me at any time. Like I do anyway. Like you do anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now you have my permission. So I'll be less annoyed. Maybe. I don't know. It's fine. Um, cool. That's the news. So that means it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Where rolling we... on up. Rolling on up. Rolling on up. We park the trailers. Rolling down to trailer park. I want to have myself time. <laughs> we just get get Primus in here to just do us a version of a How cup. the hell did you know that that was Primus? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, shut it's the only song by Primus that I like. <laughs> I don't like them at all. <laughs> I've been watching South Park since it first started. I, I know. Me I, too. I watched the credits. Oh, yeah. Theme song by Primus. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, trailer park. We have three trailers to talk about. Um... So one's for a TV show. One's a Winnebago. One's a Winnebago. Really? Which one's the Winnebago? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead. No, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, shall we just go through them one by one? Top to bottom? Or do you want to pick one out? Talk about first. No, top to bottom. Because the bottom one's my favorite. Really? Yeah. Oh, the one that I didn't like was the one you liked the most. Interesting. Yep. Controversial. Okay. First trailer is for... And that's the one you liked. was the first one, wasn't it? I liked the first one. I didn't. Okay. Well, it's, I feel like it's probably more catered to the female persuasion, maybe. That's I don't sexist. know. Is it? Yep. Oh, sorry. Stop, sorry. Stop recording now. Sorry. Do that, do that. No, don't stop. We've got to keep <laughs> going. We're, we're off. We're, we're nearly there. We're about to talk about... Do our quickie reviews, which are probably not going to be very quick. But anyway, so the first trailer is for a movie called Juliet Naked. And it's based on a book by uh, Nick Hornby, who wrote About a Boy, um, as well as I've forgotten the other one that was also turned into a film. Um, but yes, uh, so it's it's got Rose Byrne. I'm sorry, I need to stop you for a second. You said horn and naked in the same sentence. That's hilarious. <laughs> Juliet got naked and Nick got horny. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Anyway. Um, so that's that movie. Um, it comes out when? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's funny. If I didn't release it, it would have stayed there forever. That, no, that's true. You don't. You can't let that pent up because then it just, you know, it manifests itself in some kind of, uh, you know, and you yeah. just have to get it out. It's not healthy. Okay, so Juliet Naked, um, yeah, stars Rose Byrne, Australian actress, um, Ethan Hawke, and Chris O'Dowd. Um, Chris and O'Dowd. I think this is going to be a movie I'm going to absolutely love because basically the premise is um, uh, 
Rose Byrne and Chris O'Dowd have been married for a while, um, but things seem to have gone out of the sparks, gone out of their marriage, um, and or they're not married, or they're a girlfriend boyfriend. I can't remember actually. Anyway, um, I'm thinking a lot right now. You really want to see this movie, don't you? I really do. It looks good, but yeah. So basically, Chris O'Dowd's character is um is, is like this. Uh, Ethan Hawke's this um, fading American rock star who was huge in the '90s, and and Chris O'Dowd's character is like obsessed, like me with Michael Jackson level obsessed, like me with Brendan Urie, and you with Brendan Urie, like that level, like posters everywhere just reciting things that, that they've done and, like, wanting pe- other people to be excited about them with them and stuff. Like, so the cliche, mega fan. Um, and Rose Byrne's character doesn't get it, doesn't understand why. Um, and I think she's a kind of, like, a freelance journalist or reporter or something. She publishes a review on the upcoming new album from Ethan Hawke's character. The um, album is called Juliet, Juliet Naked. Naked. Yes, and um, and then the uh, Ethan Hawke actually contacts Rose Byrne directly to be like, I liked your review. You bagged my album, but I still liked your review. It was the best thing I've heard about it. And then they started... Well, no, it was more than that. It was more like, you summed my album up perfectly. Well, I think yeah. that was actually what he said. Well, that's probably... Yeah, I was paraphrasing a bit. Sorry. I forgot what he said. Thank you for reminding me. Um, yes. So they started they start a correspondence, you know, from America and England. The movie's set in England. And uh, and then um, he ends up coming over. They meet. And then a romance begins between the rock star and <laughs> the, the partner of the, of the obsessed fan. Um, yeah. And I just, I just think that's hilarious. That's wrong. Um, and I, I, I know. I think I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Very lots of little funny moments in the trailer. Chris O'Dowd is always hilarious. Um, and I don't know, it kind of looks like a nice feel-good kind of romantic comedy to me. I don't know. What do you think? You didn't like it. It what, shit. Why? What, what, was sh- what was shit about it? I just feel like I've seen it before. Yeah, you said that. And I, can't, you- I still can't think of the movie. But yeah. like the, I've definitely seen a movie. Similar to that. Where the, the girl leaves a bad reviews for something and the dude loves her now after that. I think... Um, like yeah, a- I think maybe I've... S- Seen something like that. For some reason, I keep thinking of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, but that's different. Um, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. That's, that's Matthew McConaughey. He's not in that movie. I thought he was Ted Hamilton. Nope. Who's Ted Hamilton? Josh DeMarle. Fergie's husband. Fergie's ex-husband, yes. Ex-husband. Yep. Did they break up? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you are stupid. Why would you leave her? <laughs> yeah, they broke up like last year. You're a bad person, Josh. Mm. Anyway, gold leader. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, well that sucks that you didn't, yeah, you didn't like it, but, yeah. I don't know, I'm excited. Yeah. Should be alright. I'll probably still go see it. Yeah. It's like everything. Yeah, well, another movie to take in and enjoy. Should be nice. Um, so, let's see here. Do we have an Australian release date? Oh, it's going to be playing at the Sydney Film Festival, uh, it, which has already happened. Um, <laughs> it was it played uh, <laughs> on the twelfth of June. That was a month ago. I forgot what month we were in for a second. Um, but there's no Australian like um, general release date for it yet. It's coming out Ooh. in the US on the seventeenth of August. For any US listeners out there, hello. Um, and in the UK, it's coming out on the second of November. Hello, gap. UK. It's a big gap. It's a big gap. Yeah. So I don't know when it'll come out here. Um, just yet, but yeah, keep an eye out for it. January 2019. Sure. Why not? That's what happened with the Lego movie. 
Yeah? We got like four months later than the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did too. That was very bizarre, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, especially because it was Lego made ba- here. And Lego Batman too. We got that late as did well. Did we? Yep. Oh, shit. We probably got the Ninjago one late as well. Yeah, probably. That's a good one. It's all sh- yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Have not seen it. Okay, so next up we have... um, We are going to talk about... I Am The Night, which is a uh, mini-series starring Chris Pine and uh, directed by Patty Jenkins um, of Wonder Woman fame and Monster with Charlize Theron. Um, So, yeah, she directed that movie. Whoa, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's a really good movie, isn't it? Charlize Theron is just on fire, She's man. so good. Like, I've seen... I've watched... We're going off topic, but... I've seen docos about Eileen Warnos and, like, the footage that they got of her while she was still alive. Yeah. And how f- just fucking loony she was. Um, yeah, she was not okay. She was not okay. I mean, there were times when you could kind of empathize with her, and then there were other times when she would just let rip and just, you'd like, whoa, she's psych- psychotic. Um, and Charlize Theron was like, she like nailed, nailed her it, man. perfectly. Yeah. Mm. She, they gave her an Oscar for a reason. Um, but yes, this one, I Am the Night. Um, really, really interesting. Um, I'm keen. I'm, I'm super interested to see. The trailer was very intense. Um, and that very... was on screen, not intense. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so I'm going to re- I'm going to read out the synopsis of the show, um, because I'm because the way the trailer is cut together, I can kind of get a grasp of what it was, but I want to just confirm for everybody. Um, so it's inspired by true events. I am the knight. Tells the story of Fauna Hodel, played by India Isley who was given away at birth. As Fauna begins to investigate the unbelievable secrets to her past, she meets a ruined reporter, played by Chris Pine, haunted by the case that undid him. Together, they both follow a sinister trail that swirls ever closer to an infamous Hollywood gynecologist, Dr. George Hodel, a man involved in some of Hollywood's darkest debauchery and possibly its most infamous unsolved crime, which is the Black Dahlia murder. Um, because that I saw that in the trailer. Uh. Yes. So yeah. So it's set. In, this is like set in like the fifties or something, forties uh, or fifties. It looked like maybe yeah. maybe in sixties. I don't know. Around that era, the golden Hollywood era. Um, yeah. And it just looks super intense and really dark and mysterious and like just very. Oh, it looks so good. It looked really cool. Yeah. I really. I think I'm gonna check it out. And Chris Pine is Chris going nuts Pine. at one point. It's like, great. Oh, man, I love Chris Pine so Yeah, much. he's very talented. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else I want to say about it. Just really go check out the trailer because it, it's like... Oh, what was that dude's cool. name? We're looking at IMDb Astro. right now. Astro. Astro. Cool. Bro, get a last name. <laughs> Bro, get a last name. I'm telling that to live another one. Darby Air. You need a last name. Go get one with the other guy. You can apply together. Be cute. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Let's calm down. Um, but yeah, yeah. It just, it looks, yeah, super good. Um, yeah. It does. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say. It just, yeah. Go watch the trailer. It looks awesome. It's going to be airing in the States on TNT um, in January. Um, so we'll probably, I imagine we'll probably get it on Foxtel, but depending on uh, who here has the distributing rights mm. in Australia, it may, it may be on free to wear. 
Um, but yeah, obviously, whoever gets it will be advertising the shit out of it because it's Patty Jenkins and Chris Pine teaming up again. So it's it's going to be quality. So look out for that one. Yeah. Look out for that one. And then we have the last trailer, which was Ash's favorite. Yes. This is a movie called We, we the, the Animals. Animals, and it's based on a book. Um, and I thought it said based on... No, sorry. Yeah. Getting it confused. It's based on a book. Um, Ash, w- tell us your thoughts on this one. Oh, it just looks well good, huh? Like, um, real coming of age style stuff. Kids lose their dad, or not lose him, but he goes. And he fucks off. Yeah, he takes off. He goes for a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that um, cliche. Yeah. Um, and they got to make it on their own. And that's that's what well that's what I'm getting from the trailer. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I got too. Because that made me wonder like where where what happened to the mum? Like the mum seemed like she was there, but then she wasn't there. Like oh, she just seemed like she was distant. Maybe very yeah troubled. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it looks it looks really really good to me. Like I'm super keen for this. Mm. Looks like it's gonna tug on my heartstrings and yep. make me think as well. Yeah, it does kind of look very uh, thought provoking. Um, it played at Sundance earlier in the year and got a bit of acclaim there. Yeah. Um, which is always a good sign of quality filmmaking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was saying to Ash before we started, like when you watch the trailer, it's very much that kind of eclectic indie style of filmmaking. Left it's of center. Left of center is how I described yes. it. Um, yeah, very, yeah. So not, not your, your mainstream Hollywood fanfare, but, um, I, um, but yeah, so I don't really tend to go for those films unless there's like an actor or a good or, or a story that kind of pulls me in. Um, this didn't really grab me a whole lot. I mean, it it does look like it's a good film. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad movie. It's just something that is just not made for me. I think. Okay. Um, but it does look like it would be it'd be pretty nice to watch. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll check it What's out. What's the nicest negative re- review I've ever heard? That's because I'm nice. If it was me, I'd just be like, that was shit, <laughs> and I don't want to see it. No, because I've learnt, I've learnt in my years how to be <laughs> objective in giving an opinion. Like, you know, separating your, you know, personal opinion aside from your critical one. That's why I write reviews. You have to be very objective, and you can't, you can't say something shit just because you don't like it. That's why, I like, well, I'm like, well, this looks like a good movie, but I don't think I'll watch it because I just not interested. Really? Yeah. See, I'd, I'd be, I'm the other way, like completely the other way. I'd say it's shit and then encourage people not to see it. Well, okay. That's with, okay. With Fantastic Four, let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> I will actively encourage people not to watch that because it was bad. It was actually bad. I watched it. I gave it a go. I wanted to like it and they ruined it. So... <laughs> Yeah, so it's a good thing that the MCU should soon have Fantastic Four on their roster, because hopefully we'll actually get a decent movie. Anyway, digressing a bit. Um, we've already had two. We've had three. No, we've had two decent Fantastic Four movies. Oh, two decent. Oh, do you mean the Chris Evans ones? Yeah. Yeah, I need to rewatch them. I like the first ones. So I love the first one. I really enjoy actually. My first date. Just to see yeah, that movie. Yeah, nice. Yep. Good times. Yep. First time I touched a booby. (laughs) Full sleazy in the... Wow. Doing that over the arm, reaching down. Really? (laughs) Holy shit. 
like something I saw on TV like four hours beforehand. Oh my god. <laughs> we like watching like, you know, guides to smooth moves on like Maybe. Some- oh my okay. Alright. Journeys down memory lane with Ashley Hall. Lovely. Lovely. I should do a podcast actually. You should- <laughs> that would be very funny. Oh dear. Okay, let's have a look at the release date. Um oh it also played at the Sydney Film Festival. That's done now. Um, or it may still be going, depending on how, how long it runs for. Um, but it's going to be released wide in the US on the 10th of August. Um, it's just been doing the festival rounds since Sundance at a lot of different places around the world, mostly in the US. It played the Edinburgh International Film Festival, which might still be on if you're in Edinburgh and you're listening to this. Maybe go check it out. Um, but yeah, Cool. That's Trailer Park, then. Yeah, rolling on out. Rolling on out. Yeehaw. Okay, <coughs> now this is the part I'm excited about. Quickie review time. <coughs> <coughs> Quickie review. Okay, can we talk about the movie that wasn't as good first? Or did you love both of these movies the same? I hated one of them. <gasps> I absolutely just... Dis- I was, like, so disappointed. I was, like, nearly heartbroken, okay. ready to cry when is, I was leaving the cinema. Is it? It's the second one on the list. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it that much either. I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but... It's just, like, they don't... like Nothing that happened in that movie could actually ever happen. Oh, my God. Okay, so... First, it was visually ugly. The first... <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. All right. All right. The first movie, this movie we're talking about is, um, sadly, no, get fired up. It's fine. It's good content. Um, (laughs) Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Sad to say the kingdom has fallen. Killed it. Um, I, I didn't hate, look, I didn't hate the movie. I didn't. I've seen worse movies. Fantastic Four 2015. Um, but, 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 but that being said, there is a lot about this movie that doesn't work. Mm. Um, a lot of script choices, story-wise, um, pacing. Yeah, I, I don't, the only thing um, I'll say, I don't feel like there was any plot holes. No, no plot holes. It was holes. all very well done, but it it's it horrible. The way, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird mishmash of different plot elements and story ideas and rehashing things. Yeah, like, Jeff Goldblum was unnecessary. Jeff Goldblum... I mean, love we all him. know he's there, so that's not a spoiler. We love that's... him. We love him. We'd, and I was, like, so fired up to see Ian Malcolm again. I was like, hell yes, they got Ian Malcolm. Yes. He's only in, like, one scene. Yeah. Like, he's at the start and he's at the at end. At the end. And it's... It's, like, it. at, at this, it's the continue. The end bit is a continuation, continuation of the of, first of, bit. Yeah. You get, you get the first half of his speech to Congress about whether or not the dinosaur should be let, allowed to live or not. And then you get the tail end of it at the end of the film. Which did... That was probably my favourite line in the whole movie was... What, when he says, welcome to Jurassic World? Mm. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I mean, that was pretty good. We're it's going gonna... to be dinosaurs in, like, New York or something now. Yeah. I'm keen for the next one. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not, I am not. didn't want to spoil that, but there you go. Um, well, he said, welcome to Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Yeah, but people didn't understand. Anyway, it's We fine. did say it was the last thing that, that was said in the movie. We did. But we didn't give exact context. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, we don't know that they're going to be in New York or anything. No, we we don't. It just kind of ended after that. It did. It did. And I didn't hang around for any post credits. No, so. no, we 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 ha- we stayed for like half, mo- well, most of the credits and then left. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. 
Chris Pratt was very good. Bryce Dallas Howard was very good. Um, you didn't like them? Uh, no. No? Okay, well, I thought they were good. I've gone back and watched the... the Previous one? Yeah, Jurassic I need World. to. Yeah, see, I need to rewatch it. They're, it's like they're playing different characters almost. Okay, well... That I can I can agree with you on because as much as I did like Bryce Dallas Howard's performance, I felt like her version of Claire in this movie was completely different from the version of Claire in the previous one. But I guess that can be explained by there's three years between these movies and clearly the events of Jurassic World 1 kind of changed who she is as a person and made her more of an activist and more of a less you know shallow kind of executive person who she was in the first one. Mm. As for Chris Pratt, he kind of seemed... Owen Light, like he wasn't as Owen-y. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he was definitely a lot better in the f- in the first one. Kind of seemed a bit. He's fine. Like, I'm looking at him the whole time, and I'm like, dude, you look bored. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at yeah. his eye. I have I have a habit of doing this. I look into people's eyes, and I can kind of get a sense of what they're feeling. And I'm like, yeah. you just seem bored. There's yeah. just nothing happening in your eyes, man. Yeah, like, he didn't he didn't really have a whole bunch to do in this movie. Mm. Um... I guess. Like, I don't know. The stuff they did with him in the first one was a lot better. Um, I mean, it was good that we got to see, like, stuff between him and Blue again. But I feel like they probably could have done more yeah. with Blue uh, and and Owen in this one. But, I don't know. And then, yeah, the whole, like, rehashing the whole, like, dinosaurs on the mainland thing. And, like, corporate greed taking over. And, and what the, I, I can't keep a straight face. when the, In the movie... After, um, you know, after the volcano explodes and they all nearly die um, and they wake up on the beach and then she's like, it was all a lie. They lied to us. And I'm like, yes, yes, you were lied to. Why do you have to be so melodramatic about it? It was it's just like, yeah. I I didn't like I didn't like the whole you know mustache twirly bad guys like the bad guys <laughs> were just yeah very one dimensional nothing new like a Batman villain from the nineteen sixties show yeah, yeah. literally literally um, the best thing about the bad guys and I'm just going to spoil it anyway because you know if you've seen a Jurassic Park movie you've seen you've them seen all, them all. <laughs> but yeah the <laughs> that seeing the bad guys get eaten by the dinosaurs is the be- always the best part so that was good oh yes yes. I remember. That was good. Although, I, Ted Levine is the actor who played the, the military guy. The one who got killed by... The first person who got killed by the Indorex in the cage. Remember he took his arm off? No. Don't remember that? No. You, you Yeah. The one who, like... When 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 Chris Pratt was he's trying He's to, always got, like, a frown on his yep. face and he's old. Yep. He's, I think he's got a cigar the whole movie. Yep. Yep. That guy. Yep. When he was, like... He started. He was like in the, on 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 the ground in the cage, and the indom, the Indoraptor was right in front of him, but and he was about to eat him, and he starts like crying and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I feel really bad for you now, but like you're a wanker. <laughs> so yeah, people were laughing. Oh yeah, were they? Yeah, I wasn't laughing. I was just like, oh, well, that yeah. sucks for you. <laughs> I was completely different. Yeah, I really enjoyed when the the. The boss guy got torn in half by two T- T-Rexes at the end, or different big ones. Oh, yeah, end. yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was very good. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Also, the, yeah, what else? They're like... I like the bit where they're in the, where they're trying to get get the blood sample from the... 
Oh, and that they're actually, in the trailer. That's that scene, the most Jurassic Park thing I've ever seen. Since that was the first one. that that scene was probably one of the standouts of the film. So they they have to get Blue's been shot. They have to give her a transfusion, or she's going to die. And the closest thing to her blood is a T Rex. So the T Rex is tranked. It's in a trailer on the boat on the boat or whatever. They have to go get it, and it's it. The scene goes for about five to ten minutes, but it's. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a real... The, the tension, it's you can so feel intense. it. So tense. And just, yeah, it was exceptionally well done. Um, I didn't mind some of the stuff on the island. I wish we got to spend more time on the island. Um, and I got a bit emotional, like, seeing that, you know, that scene where they're leaving and you see the, the Brachiosaurus on the pier stepping towards them and then the, the, the like, you know, the the, the ash cloud the, and the fire is coming to, coming for yeah. it from the volcano and you're you're about to watch it die and it's just and, it, and the music starts playing like the, the jurassic park theme but it's all it's all mournful and so oh yeah that was emotional because i was just like you know this you is thrashing around yeah it's like trying to like, save me yeah it was yeah that was that was really affecting that was the only good visuals in the movie yeah the best visuals were when they're on the island no. Or just that scene. Just that bit. That bit was good. When you can see when him in, can the, see in the cloud. See it's it's the silhouette. The silhouette the of the brachio. Yeah, before it dies. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we yeah we didn't love the movie, but... I actively hated it. You actively hated it. Like, <laughs> I was disappointed. I mean, I'm I... I'm kind of yeah. angry about it. It was fine. Lucky I didn't pay, so it's all good. <laughs> well, somebody else paid, so it's all good. <coughs> well, that works. That works. But yeah, if you you know if you're a fan of these movies, you're pretty much uh, you know you know going in what you're going to see. So don't expect anything new, except for you know the granddaughter, which I won't spoil. Ah, yep. But yeah, there's a thing with the granddaughter and ho- homeboy from Babe. Yep, James Cromwell's in it. That's his name. Yeah, yep. doing a really bad English accent. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good for the first couple of sentences, and, and then, then it just kind of just died. And then he just went into his American yeah, accent. Yeah, kept going on the heavy and then, R's and that. And then came back into the British. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, uh, that's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Let's talk about the other movie we saw this week. That was much, much better. Yeah. Yes. Suicide Squad 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got an advanced, advanced screening of that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Um... No, we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, we did. Yeah, finally. Um, the new MCU movie. The first one since Infinity War. What were your thoughts? I'm still kind of processing the movie, to be honest. Yeah, it was like too. pure awesomeness. It was so good. <laughs> I loved it. I can't wait to go again. Nothing like the first one. No, it was... I thought it but was... But in a good way. I thought it was better. It was... Uh, no, I thought it was better. I'd say on par, if I'm being honest. Oh, okay, fair. I think the story of the of the first one was more traditional and streamlined. This one was a little bit different, story-wise. Yeah, it, it seems like it comes from that time when uh, comic book movies, the superhero had to fight someone of pretty much equal power. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Iron Man 1, yep. Incredible Hulk. Gotcha. Yeah, like... Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really felt... I got this massive feeling that the first one was meant to come out like 10 years ago. Yeah, well, they've been... I think Edgar Wright, who was supposed to do it initially, mm. had been working on it for a long time. Ah. So, yeah. 
but um, that's when it ended up coming out, and then he pulled out as director because of creative differences, which mm-hmm. was a shame. But let's talk about the second one. But yes, let's talk about the second one. It was so good. Oh I my god! About it. Like, it was so great. Now that movie was visually beautiful. Oh my god! Yes, everything. The way it was Even shot. Even that post-credit scene. That was beautiful. <laughs> was it beautiful? Yeah. Okay. Everybody I've spoken to about it, I'm like, <laughs> the post-credit scene is the highlight of the entire movie. Oh, can I, can I share? I need to share with a review with you guys. Okay. So, a good friend of mine named Ryan. Hello, Ryan, if you're listening. Um, Did he come? <laughs> he went and saw it today. Oh, okay. He didn't come with us, but he went and saw it today. Um, and all, he, the first message he sent me was just like, uh, the whole movie... 8 out of 10. The post credit scene, 15 out of 10. <laughs> I yeah. like, that is such a good reaction. Because it's accurate. Yeah, stay for the post credit scenes, guys. Yeah. It's very important with this one because I don't know if you've seen any articles. Uh, it's the end of the movie is the post credit scene. Um, it's not a p- traditional post credit scene. So, and it's very important. Um, but we won't spoil that here. Um, I thought this movie was very, very, very funny. Um, Luis stole the show again. The bloody truth serum argument was hysterical. Losing my shit. Can I do one slight spoiler? Yeah, it's fine. Involving the truth serum. Okay, yep, sure, go. When the guy who's putting the truth serum in him, Mm -hmm. later on in the movie, he's got the truth serum. He's like, it is a truth serum. It is truth serum, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It was brilliant. It. Yeah, that's that was one of the best moments when when he had the truth serum, and then he did his big, st- you know, his storytelling that he does when, yeah. If you've seen the first one, and you you've know got all the actors lip syncing just- his, <laughs> getting it spot on. Oh my god, it's so good. So good. Yeah, so funny. Um, uh, Evangeline Lilly as Janet Van Dyne was much better in this film. Janet Van Dyne, Hope Van Dyne, was much better in this film. Um, as And as the Wasp, she kicked major ass. I loved her. I thought she was awesome. Um, very badass. Yeah, she very, was a stinger. She was. Yes, she was a literal stinger. <laughs> um, the way they choreographed all the fight scenes is very impressive. Very good, yes. What the, you know, the, yes. Where, where they went small or big or like the... And then with Ghost... How she moves, she phases kind of in and out of everything. The effects were really That's one good of the with most her. Terrifying villains. She was very intimidating. Yeah, I really liked her though. I wasn't intimidated by her. I was like, what she could do scared the shit out of me. Oh, like, did you react really? There's this one. And this is not a spoiler, but there's a scene where, she, yep, yeah, she puts her fist through Hank Pym's neck. I nearly um, cried, but, but out it, of fear. I know. I thought he was that was he was going to be him dead i thought that was him gonna be dead after that um but no he was he's he's fine it's okay um but yeah that was really intense like just walk get, walking into the van where he was waiting for them to come back and then you know her fist is through his neck it's like oh okay yeah. all right she doesn't open doors she doesn't open doors she phases through yeah walls she moves through walls and buildings and, and she's incredibly strong and yeah. But it's killing her at the same time. Yeah, her her motivation and her backstory was awesome and really interesting. People um, like that are the most horrifying human beings. They're capable of anything. Mm-hmm. 
That scares the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, understand. It's like Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. He's not fully... He's not mentally fully aware of what's going on. Yeah. But he's so powerful. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Just, that is one of the greatest villains of all time. Anyway, another movie. Sorry. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else we want to add without spoiling it? It's an amazing movie. It go see just, it right it was, now. Yes, Ten times. Please go see it. Do yourselves a favor. It was awesome. So much fun from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It's a family movie. So yes. it's school, if it's school holidays, you got kids you want to take or, you know, nieces and nephews, go ahead, take them because they will be laughing their butts off. Yes. Um, very funny. Very good. Definitely redeemed after Infinity War in terms of laughter. And oh stuff. my god! Exactly what we needed. Like a nice. People have been calling it a palate cleanser. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's it's a very much uplifting. Yeah. Kind of movie. That's exactly what we need. So yeah, get excited uh, for that one. Make okay. sure you see the end though. Yes, please. For the love of Christ, stay until the end. Very important. <laughs> also, Wayne Michelle Pfeiffer was awesome because <laughs> I know he. Yes, yeah, she was. He loves her. She's very good in it, um, and very pretty for an older lady. I think she's gorgeous. She's always been gorgeous. Anyway, you're allowed to have that opinion. I am. Thank you. Okay. Um, yes, go see Ant Man. She was gorgeous. She was. She was great. Okay. All right. That's our quickie reviews. Uh, they weren't very quick. They weren't very quick because like there were two, hour, two movies that we really needed to talk about. One we needed to vent and the other one we just wanted to gush about how awesome. One we need to find every copy and burn it. <laughs> and the other one... <laughs> we need to find every copy and... and copy it. And, yeah, and <laughs> send it to the people. And give it to the masses. Yes. yes. Right should be playing this at churches. <laughs> just on a big screen out the front of the Vatican. Oh my God. Just Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> on repeat. Yes. <laughs> I could get behind that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. All right. So, which means now it's time for... Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. The culture of Popcorn. The culturist popcorns. Yes. I'm not yelling today. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Try something new. Yeah. <laughs> different. Sometimes just a lot of popping. Exactly. <laughs> Corn culture. <laughs> I was literally about to do that. I was going <laughs> to... Next time you do it, he does it. I'm just going to say corn and then it'll just make sense. And then you did it anyway. Okay. So, uh, we asked you guys last week... Um, what? A question. Yeah, a question, which Ash came up with, which is very good. It was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Yeah, you. it's what? always me. It's always you. <laughs> when it's not me or Phil, it's you. It's me, yeah. <laughs> um, what video game would you like to see turned into a film or TV series? You go first. Okay. So, two, two games come to mind. One that I still haven't played, which I've been told I need to, and is sitting at home, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, and the other is a game I have played from start to finish that I really loved. Um, so the one that I haven't played, which a lot of people are saying should be made into a film, The Last of Us, um, film or a TV show, because apparently the story of it is amazing. Um, some yeah. people have said that some parts of the movie Logan were a bit similar with the relationship yeah. between, um, you know, Logan and bloody, um, what's, I remember the ast- actress's name, but not the bloody character's name, but yeah, X, yeah, X 23, little girl. Um, there's definitely some parallels, but yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, it's okay. not the same. A little bit of parallels. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, so I haven't. I don't really know too much about it, but I've just yeah, I've heard it. That would work actually very very fantastic series. It would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm just going over gameplay inside my head right now, and I'm like, you know, the gameplay, like the 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 fighting and stuff, does actually fit in with the story. Yeah. Okay. Like like you got to move one way and get take out one dude, and then it sets off a cutscene and mm-hmm. like. But only if you're in that spot, sort of mm. thing. Like, do you get see what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, like, yeah, it's no, all I get very it. linear and I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense. So the, the, they work in the, the story and the gameplay are intertwined with each other. Yes, yeah, yes, that's good. Yes, so you could actually directly remake the game into a oh, movie or TV series. That's a good. That's good then. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think that. Hmm. Um, choice. Because I think that would be cool. And um, the game that I've played that I would like to see made into a movie, although it's pretty much a movie anyway, um, Until Dawn is an awesome game. Which one's that? It's a horror game. Um, and it's kind of based oh, on... Oh, I played the, that one. It's based on like the butterfly effect. Mm, yeah? I, know that, I know this one. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the second half of it. Yeah. Why? It's kind of changed. Well, it felt very. Um, once they got out, of, once you got out of like the main house mm. and into like the 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 asylum and stuff, was it was very. It was definitely a different vibe. Mm. It was a little weirdly cliched and stuff. Like, yes, that's they, the, that's. It changed. Yeah, it did definitely change. You're right. It changed the tone, um, and the way it kind of came together in the end wasn't as. Well, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think I think that that has a lot of potential to be worked mm. in, worked into a movie. Definitely. Like if they could like take the script and even if they could get the same actors because they use like real life actors. Um, yeah, like Chris and Bell and stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. It was Hayden Panettiere. That's the one. Um, Brett Dalton from Agents of Shield and Rami Malek, who's going to be your Brett bo- Dalton. That's your, Ward, isn't it? Yeah, Ward from Shield. Yeah. That's my other boy. Ah, nice. Nice. Um, yeah, and Rami Malek, who... Ah, my um, other boy. <laughs> I was gonna, literally just going to say, playing your other other boy, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah, they're all in it. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think it has a lot of potential to be a, a really cool horror um, movie. But it does work really well as a game because mm. of the way they make they set up the choices you have to make and, and uh, everything. I really liked it. I can't wait to play it again and make all new choices. Um, and especially now I know where the scares are, like I can prepare myself because as much as I love scary stuff, I still get scared shitless playing the stuff. So I've actively avoided playing Alien Isolation, even though I own it because I'm like, fuck, that shit's terrifying. I want to play that game it's, so bad. It's really good, but oh man, there's, a, there's like a, a, a story mode and then there's isolation mode. Where, they, where it's just like a one-off. Oh, I know all about this you game. You know I've about just, it? I just haven't played it. Yeah. So, okay. So, for those who don't know, there's, yeah, the story mode follows Ripley's daughter trying to find her mum, I guess, uh, from what I remember. And then the isolation mode is like a a separate thing, a separate ga- type of gameplay where it's like you and a xenomorph in a room um, and you have, to, you have to kill it, but without it killing you first. And... It's terrifying. <laughs> Don't play it with the lights off. Oh my god. Anyway, um, so those are the two I would pick. Phil is not here. Ash, why did I do that? I'm getting tired now. Ash, Ash, God, <laughs> somebody stop me. Ash, um, what do you, what do you th- what were your uh, answers? What do you think? 
I'm going to have to say Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but it's already been done. It could have been done a lot better. Yeah. Cause I mean, like it's a really, really phenomenal film. And it is, it is? It, it is like made for fans of the game, I believe. Okay. Like in my opinion. So you, because so, you enjoyed but, it. Yeah, but it wasn't as Assassin's Creed as it could be. They focused a lot more on the present day storyline as opposed to the past that's not what you do in the games. Oh, really? Yeah, in the games, you're playing in the past. Yeah. And like the, the you have the little cutscenes in the present. Yeah, and you got to do the occasional thing in the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this was all about uh, Michael, Fassbender's, Michael Fassbender's character in the present. Yeah. Yeah. And then with, with little bits of him... In the past, did he was he Ezio in the in the movie or no? No, 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 no. Different, completely different. Completely different. Like, no, this guy's never been in the game. Oh, okay. Yes, but I have read recently that the movie's canon. Oh, it is. Yeah, even though it's got a completely different animus setup. You know what the animus is, right? I know what the yeah. animus is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's got a completely different animus. Like instead of laying down in a machine, it's it's like a thing that's coming off and it wraps around you, and, oh, and he's yes. actually moving around. With I saw it and that stuff. in the trailer. Yeah. I okay. like that. I do like that. That should have been in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's it's. I just didn't get the same vibe that I get from the games. So okay. I feel like it could be like you get the the writers of Assassin's Creed Two, or something, and get them to write the movie and. It will be perfect. Okay. Well, hopefully they can make a... I would like to see a decent movie because I haven't even watched that and I was really excited to see it and then everyone said it sucked, so... Except you. So now I'm I know like, lots of people that like it. Oh, yeah? I, I don't really know anyone that really liked it. But Which sucks because I really like Fassbender and, you know, I like the Assassin's Creed games. They're really good. Mm. Um, okay. It's got, I think it's got that Cotillard or whatever her name is. Yeah, Marion Cotillard. Yeah. I think that's how you say her name because she's French. Cotillard. The L's are silent. Um, um, and cool. There was another one. Oh yeah. Two seconds. Super Mario. Uh, but again, done properly. Yes. We all know that horrendous poor, piece of crap that came out in 1993. Poor before. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> nearly died making that movie. Did he? Yes. I didn't know that. I don't remember. It was some. Something they stunt they had him do and it went it almost went completely wrong and fucked him up. I th- oh, yeah. Something yeah, like he was like elect- almost electrocuted or something. I can't remember. I I saw an interview with him on YouTube bef- like that was posted like after he died or before he died. I can't remember. But oh, remember- he's actually dead, isn't he? Yeah, he passed. Yeah, he passed away like two three years ago, which is sad. Um, and yeah, I think who's the other guy? John Leguizamo. 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 I always pronounce that wrong. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he's Luigi. Um, yeah. Sid, yes, yeah. Sid the Sloth. Yes, yes. Right, that's a good impression. And then, De- and then, uh, what's his name? Is it Dennis? Um, Dennis Hopper. Hopper and King Cooper. I wanted to say Hopkins, but that's not right. That's Anthony Hopkins. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a good bad guy, though. Yeah, he is. He mm. wasn't in that. Um. <laughs> anyway, but you would like to see a good version of that movie. Yeah, like an actual proper. Because it sounds like. That they, wasn't they based in anything. That yeah. was like, everybody was human and stuff. Yeah. Like, they, like, f- completely fucked up the... Uh... King Cooper kind of... He's a turtle. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> he's just a military general in the movie. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'd, I'd like to see a full, like, CGI animated version. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe by 
Who's the ones that do Despicable Me? Illumination. Illumination! I reckon they'd do good. They would yep. make a very good Mario movie. Yeah, that would actually be pretty sick. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. They're more like DreamWorks. Yeah, and you just base it off Super Mario 64 as well. Oh, yeah. Go old school. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that's got, in my opinion, that's got the most rich story to it. Yep. Okay. I could, it could be way off. I haven't played many of the Super Mario games after that one. But that's all right. That's a good one to base it off, though. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a phenomenal story. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah well, that's my decisions. Nice. My choices. I like your choices. Very good. Okay. So, now we're going to dive What were your in. choices? Oh, <laughs> We've already done that. Um, okay. So, now we're going to dive into your answers. Um, oh, Manhunt would be a good one as well. Manhunt? Yeah. Have you ever heard of this game? I feel like I have. Banned in Australia. Manhunt 2, sorry, not Manhunt 1. Manhunt 1, you this dude um, who's been hired... You're a murderer who's been hired by somebody to film a snuff film. Do you know what a snuff film is? I know what a snuff film yeah, is. Yeah, um, you've been hired there. So, so you just got to walk around and you got to do these specific kills and things like that. And you get... The more... The more you make... The, the, the more grand you make the kills, the more points you get. But the second oh, one... Okay. You're an insane dude. Who, the first mission you got to do is escape from the asylum. you got this guy following you around the whole time. He's not real. <laughs> you've got to go with it like you're mental and you're killing wow. everybody and shit like anyway that sounds no that sounds make that into a movie for that me that sounds really cool alright sorry for done no no that's fine no that's good good I'm glad you thought of it because that sounds really interesting yeah okay um uh, no I'm kidding <laughs> would you would you like to then read the first answer from the wonderful Philip Hunting yes, yes. I would great Le Philip. Le Philip. El Felipe. El Felipe. Hello, sir. Philip Hunting says, The Legend of Zelda. There was a fake trailer put out years ago and I fell in love with it. Me too, dude. That was a good one. The trick is to run it like any of the games. That is to keep the lore of the well-established universe and make a brand new story so that nobody can complain that aspects of the game to movie are incomplete. Essentially, it'd make a pretty solid fantasy adventure. It certainly would. Mm. There is one game in the series that would make a good one, and you could miss some stuff in it, and that is, of course, Ocarina of Time. Because mm. there's, there's, you could take out the entire dungeons aspect of it. You, you know, you don't have to go and collect these gems to, or whatever it is, to defeat um, Ganondorf at the end. Um, like you could skip all of that and just make it an adventure of him trying to get there. But anyway, nice. sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. That's good. My rant. How do, you, how do you feel about that? Well, I, you know, I don't really know too much about Zelda, so, um, but I know you're probably one of those ones that calls Link Zelda. Oh, I was for so many years. Oh. No, no, I learned. I learned very quickly once I started realizing how hardcore Zelda fans, how many I knew of them. So then I was like, oh, yep, 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 yep. Link is not Zelda. <laughs> Zelda is the name of the princess. Yes. <laughs> uh, very funny. Um, thank you very much, Phil. I, I hadn't had a feeling your answer was going to be Zelda, but yeah, good choice. Definitely, I would love to see that made into a movie. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was going to be, so I didn't say yeah. Zelda. Yeah. That's fair enough. You okay. The next one. All right. Next one is from Fulia Kantamache. 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 Uh, Fulia says, I'd like to see an anime series on Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo is a 3DS game I've been playing since it was released a few years ago, and it's about as cute 
Oh, sorry, it's about as cute. It's about a cute, like, character that goes around different levels, cleaning up the worlds he slash she visits. Chibi Robo also collects snack items to be used in certain situations throughout each level. He slash she also has an electrical plug for a tail to recharge itself because you have to complete the levels before the battery life runs out, almost like a time limit. Now, this anime series would probably be more appealing towards the younger viewers to teach them about the environment and how to keep our world clean. I'd still watch it. <coughs> Sorry, I'd still watch it, though, because Chibi Robo is cute. Hashtag tell Fred. And then she sent us a photo of Chibi Robo, who is actually super cute. Look up Chibi Robo online, people. You can see mm. if you don't know what he looks like. He, she looks like very cute little thing. Quite adorable. Like a plug. Um, yeah, no, I, that sounds really cool. That sounds definitely like a, a something especially catered for an anime yeah. style making or uh, that kind of audience for sure. Um, yes. Yeah. Especially with like the food stuff and like the environmental stuff. Like it just, yeah. I don't know. It just sounds like a, and I mean the name Chibi Robo sounds like an anime to me. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a damn good answer. It's a very good answer. Okay. What's the next one? Next one. <coughs> Man, well, fuck that, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you say his name. <laughs> Wayne Stellini. Wayne Stellini. 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 Wow. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> yes, what does Wayne say? Mario Kart! He said it with an exclamation mark. He did. It would be like a remake of this 1965 comedy, The Great Race. <laughs> yep. I like that. The, yeah. great, the Great Race is an awesome movie. Mm. I feel like it'd either be more like Wacky Races or The Cannonball Run, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. I hope it's like Wacky Races. <laughs> I love Wacky Races. <laughs> but yes. I didn't like when they remade it a couple of years ago. Oh, they did? <sighs> Triggered. <laughs> Immensely. Oh, God, not good. Um, you know, that's a good answer, too. Yeah, that would be cool. You could definitely work that into a great race style uh, kind of film. That would be very funny. Yeah. Make it a comedy. Very yeah. light, light-hearted. Also, maybe done by Illumination or... Uh, yeah. Or uh, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah. It'd be sick. Very nice. Thank you, Wayne. Um, I was wrong. What? Sky Blue Studios is who I mean, not Illumination. Oh, oh. Or Blue Sky, Sky Blue, whatever they're called. It's Blue Sky. Yeah. They did, um, I think they did the Rio movies Mm. and a couple of other ones I can't think of right now. Yeah. I just like their their animation. It's a little bit more vibrant. Oh, they did Epic as well. That's what it is. Yeah. That's one of my favorite animated movies of all time. Apparently it's quite good. It's very good. It's very epic. Beyonce's in it. Is she? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Apparently she is. Um, thank you, Wayne. Thanks, Wayne. Um, next up, we have the awesome Beck Hill. Hello, Beck. She says, that's super hard because video game movies tend to be garbage and I don't want things I love ruined. Here, here. But I'm in love with the story of the Bioshock series, particularly Bioshock Infinite. The character development and arcs are a maze and the world is visually stunning. That's a really good answer. That is. I, I completely agree with that. That is. I've, um, I remember living with 
um, some friends once and one of them was super into Bioshock and just like it was Bioshock 2 I think he was playing at the time oh yeah and just the cool like steampunk vibe of it like the underwater kind of world and setting like it just yeah it looked really awesome um it was extremely claustrophobic as well. Well, yeah, very claustrophobic. Um, I think I would want Guillermo del Toro to make it if they made it into a movie because after seeing The Shape of Water... You could combine the two. You could combine the two, yep. I think that would be pretty sick. Um, yeah. Shock of the water. Yes, shock of the water. <laughs> the Shape of Bioshock. There you go. <laughs> Sorted. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good answer. I like that. It is. Have you played Infinite? No, no. It takes place in the sky. In the sky. Instead of... Underwater. Yeah. Ooh. Like a floating city. Like cloud city. Yeah. Yeah, wow. It's pretty cool. Nice. I like, yeah. Okay. Excellent. A lot right. of people hated on that game, but it was... Really? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. But they don't anymore. They oh. just took time to grow on everyone. Oh, right. They weren't used to it yet. And yeah. And now they're like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, it's the best one of the three. Oh, sweet. It's good to hear. Um, Thank you, Beck. Yeah, thanks, dude. Um, next, do you want me to read the next and then you read the next? Or no, I'll read the next one. You read the next? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to say his name? Camille. Jamil. Jamil. Jamil Belici. Bro, yeah. your name's spelt wrong. My go- <laughs> He's Turkish. My good friend Jamil. He's awesome. Um, yes, do you want to read Jamil's answers? Yeah. Yes. Jamil Belici says, Tend to... Stealth Assassins. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the game is, man. I don't know what it is either. So, that's why I was pausing for a second. I was like, what, what is this one? And, and Wing Commander would be another good one. Do you know Wing Commander? It sounds familiar, but I don't know it off by heart. I'm going to... Let me go back. I don't like saying it like that. Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Not Commander. I'm going to Google. I'm not from Bendigo. Should talk oh, my normally. God. <laughs> <laughs> Insult my hometown. Thank you very much. I'm from I'm West. I'm from Bayswater. The ghetto. The ghetto. Um, Tenchu Stealth Assassins um, is an action and adventure stealth game developed by Acquire and published by Sony Music Entertainment Japan in Japan and Activision in North America and Europe for the PlayStation in 1998. Cool. Mm. Interesting. So I take it you're a stealthy assassin. Stealthy assassin. Yeah. I got a... IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Apparently it's quite good. Okay. But yeah, it looks like like some samurai ninja elements probably in there as well. Yeah, that looks cool. Um, And the other one was Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Um... Which is is a Jesus. Uh, media franchise uh, consisting of space combat simulation video games from Origin Systems Incorporated, animated tele- television series, a feature film. It's already a movie, oh, bro. It's already happened. A collectible card game, a series of novels, and action figures. Oh, it's but it's a film and a and a TV series. Yep, it's wow, Jamil. Good news. Go look it up. Wing Commander. It's already been made into a movie and TV show. That's so cool. Um, it's a science fiction space flight simulation franchise. That sounds wicked. Nice. And the film was... Oh, it's done in 1999. 
based loosely. Oh, loosely based. Loosely so. based on the video game series, the same name. Ooh, let's see who was in that. I want to see if there's any like good names. Probably nobody. Freddie oh, Prinze. No. Oh my god, I Matthew like- Lillard. What? <laughs> like half of the Mystery Inc. Holy gang. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So the game, Wing Commander. Stars Freddie Prince Jr. It's my boy. Matthew, you got so many boys. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. It's my boy. That <laughs> no, Shaggy is my boy. Shaggy, yeah. Saffron Burrows and David Suchet or Suchet. I don't know how to say his name, but he's Poirot in like many Poirot, Ag- if I many Agatha Christie adaptations. David Warner. I know that name. From that somewhere. name sounds familiar. Who's David Warner? <gasps> that guy looks familiar. Yeah, he does. Star Trek. Yeah, that's not where I know him from. He was in Titanic? Yeah, let's go see who he was in Titanic. Well, let's look him up on IMDB, David Warner. I am David, bitch. I am David Warner. I am David Warner. Now we've got a massive, well, not really massive tangent, but a little bit of a tangent. But that's all right. Uh, But yeah, good news, Jamil. It's already happened. It's already been done. Um, He... With Spicer Lovejoy. Oh, hang on. He looks... He looks familiar. Ah, he looks more familiar, a bit younger. Oh! He was bloody Billy Zane's, you know, douche assistant. In what? In Titanic. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that was like, you know... It's like, he wasn't in The Phantom. He was the one that, like, locked up Lee, like, locked up Jack yes, Dawson yes, and, like, remember. planted the necklace on him. That, that douchebag. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice person. Um, he was in the original Tron as well. Um, so that's... Yeah, that's cool. I knew I recognised that name from somewhere. Oh, he was in Wallander too. That's cool. Um, Penny oh, Dreadful. Oh, that was a dreadful show. One episode of Doctor... One episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a pun intentionally. Really? Yeah, that was just a dreadful television program. Oh, well, that's disappointing to hear. Um, yeah, okay, random. Hmm. Nice one. All right. Probably the first time ever in popcorn culture history where the uh, the, anth- the, the the response has already happened, I guess. Yeah. But that's good. That's great. Okay. Thank you, Jamil. Well, I mean, there's also a Legend of Zelda television show. Is there? Yeah, it came out like 20 years ago. Oh. It needs to be redone. It's a cartoon. It's horrible. They could probably... They could do Legend of Zelda as like a Game of Thrones style show like something big and grand and epic like the like that i think it'd be pretty sick i know nothing about zelda but i feel like as much i feel like that would be cool banging no there's probably none of that um thank you jamil next up we have steven gaston hello steven he's given us a couple of answers uh first off he said marvel vs capcom into a movie or tv series that'd work um considering it'd be a good tv show i reckon yeah. Yeah. Could be good. Is there much of a story in, in that game? I don't really remember. I'd say there probably is. Yeah. Um, but um, it's a fighting game. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Street Fighter style. Yeah, thing. yeah. Th- that's how I remember it. Okay. It's just, yes, it's like. I don't even remember who's in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that would be good as a TV series, I reckon. Like, they could do something you've got to base it in the marvel universe and then the capcom guys come through in some sort of time rip or something and it would work very well that would be cool yeah very nice and then um 
he saw Phil's answer about Legend of Zelda and then said, uh, now you've mentioned it, I need an <coughs> Ocarina of Time TV series. So he's agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah, they should make an Ocarina of Time TV show. That would be so good. That would be really cool. I know nothing about it. Again, I don't know anything. It would work but... even better as a TV show <laughs> than a movie. Yeah? Yeah. Like there is, a, there is a lot of things you could take out and it wouldn't... I, I personally wouldn't be disappointed. Um, like, I'm not saying that I, I don't like them in the game. I'm mm-hmm. just like saying like it wouldn't bother me too much if they weren't there. But as a TV series, you could fit every single piece of information from the show from from the game into the yep. TV series. You wouldn't be able to leave anything out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that would be very very good. Like you could make it like what thirteen hour long episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably fit it all in maybe two seasons. Maybe have the first season where it's the one where he's a kid at the start and then he's an adult later. Oh, okay. And you gotta you gotta take the sword out of the stone and you turn into an adult. Oh. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. Nice. Um That could be so the two halves could be Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Season yeah. one could be as a kid. And, and the season, season two, two as an adult. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Stephen. Very yeah, man, that's very a good answer. Good answers. Okay. Next answer. Marie Stella. Stella Hello Marie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me do that every time. Um. The Fallout series. I'm not sure if I'd like it to be a live action or a cartoon, though. I reckon they could get away with both, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know enough about them to no. speak about this. No, but I, I know a lot of people who like Fallout. and I think people- it's about everybody other than me likes them. <laughs> Every other gamer except for me likes them. People are pretty excited for the new game to come out. Yeah. Um, I played Fallout 3 and I just got... Ten- I had no idea what to do. It just gave, gave me nothing. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's about... Like, it's set in a post-apocalyptic, like, post-nuclear war kind of Earth. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I think your vault... Like, that everybody lives in vaults. Okay. Like under the ground. Yep. Like bunkers style thing. Yep. Um And I think in every game, yours has just been opened or something like that. Oh, and okay. And you're, you're like, yeah, one of the first people to be allowed to go. Something like that. Wow. Okay. As I said, I'm not too familiar with it. But. Yeah. And I remember, well, I remember one of my, probably the same old housemate who played Bioshock 2, um, playing one of the Fallout games. I think maybe New Vegas or something. Um, and I just remember these like really scary looking creatures on the surface, like crawling around. I can't remember what they were called. They had a name. They had a name, but I don't remember what they were. Anyway, thank you, Marie. That's a good answer. Yeah, that was. I a good would answer. like to. I would like to see that too. Yeah, that's... like the first episode shows what the world was like before all the bombs went off, and then oh, the first season. Or the first season, and then we and want to see the ends with the explosion. And it ends with the explosion. Oh, <gasps> and then season two. Like, flash forward, like, 50 years later or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. Okay. Lastly, we have one more answer. Um, and it's from one of my good friends. I'm going to I'm gonna set, use his real name and then use his Facebook name. Broden Penner. Um, but his Facebook name is Broden Minogue because he loves Kylie, um, which is awesome. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. I love it. Um, unless he has legally changed his name to Minogue. I'm not sure, but probably not. Um, anyway, hi, Broden. <laughs> um, he says he says Metroid would be a cool movie or TV show. Yeah. But I don't really know much about Metroid either, so... is It's sci-fi, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. 
It was on the. It was a Nintendo. Yeah, very game. hard. I remember that. I yeah. remember being super difficult. Yeah, it was on the. I remember playing it on the Nintendo or the PlayStation One. It was from like that time. Yeah. <sighs> Should I? I'm gonna Wikipedia. Yeah, give it a quick, quick wiki. Quick wiki. Quickie Metroid wiki. video game series. Um. Okay, it's an action game franchise created by Nintendo. The series is primarily produced by the blah blah blah, the blah blah blah, and the blah blah blah. Uh, Metro follows spacefaring bounty hunter Samus Aran, um, who protects the galaxy from the space pirates and their attempts to harness the power of the parasitic Metroid creatures. Metroid combines the platforming of Super Mario Brothers and the adventure of the Legend of Zelda with a dark science fiction atmosphere and greater emphasis on non-linear gameplay. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I do remember it just being so hard. That's that's like the yeah. only thing that's really coming to my mind right now. Is like I, it was a difficult game. Very hard. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that might be partly what they're famous for too. Difficult games. Yeah. Okay. Like challenging. Mm. Kind of like have you ever heard of Dark Souls? Yep. That's like the hardest game ever. Oh really? Apparently. Oh wow. Yeah, like Dark Souls Two, you just can't finish it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Or at least the people I know. Yep. Well, I guess, you know, rather, you'd rather that than, like, a quick turnaround time. You know, five-hour story that you're done. Easy. Yeah, but there's this thing called speedruns. Yeah, people do speedruns. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty big into them. Oh, you like speedruns? Yeah. Okay. It's like where you can exploit all the glitches and you finish the game in, like, an hour. But it, whereas <laughs> it would normally take people, like, 34 hours. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Why did I say 34? I don't know. <laughs> I think you were going to say 30, 40 hours and then you fucked up. Yeah, I was going to say 30 and then 24. <laughs> cool. Yeah. My nice. days run at 34 hours. 34 hours a day, living large. 34 do- hours a day, 11 days a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, thanks, bro, Dan. That was a cool answer. Thanks, bro, Dan. I'm, I'm very excited for any kind of sci-fi stuff, so that would be cool to see. Yes. That's fair. Yes. Excellent. Well, that's the end of popcorn culture. Oh my god, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay. That was the end of popcorn culture. <laughs> um, that was a really long one, which is really good. Um, lots of answers. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, really, really cool. Yes. What's our question now? Question for next week. I thought of it again. Oh, look at oh, Ash wow. go. He's on a roll. This is a really cool question. I like this because it gives me a chance to be mean. Um, <laughs> if you be mean to my babies, though. The DC movie. Oh, so gonna, we'll put, wait till next put week. Put you in the oven. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> real super dark here. Um, well, we were talking about DC. Well, true, and they are just always dark and void of life and color. Um, okay, the question is: Would you like to tell the masses what the question is? Yes. What franchise needs to stop? <laughs> <laughs> Hence the DC. Related thing that yes. just got brought up. Um, yes, what franchise? What 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 uh, what franchises overstate its welcome? Should just give up trying to reboot? Has had a million sequels that we don't need. Like, what do you think? Give us yeah. your thoughts. Give us your whys and why nots. Hashtag tell Fred. Thank you. That's gonna oh, be, man, this that's is going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be fun to make the pictures for. As oh well. yeah. If you out. put any Marvel pictures in there, I will come for you. I will fully come for you. Civil War and like... No. Ragnarok. 
that is blasphemous. You just blasphemed yeah. everywhere. That's my favorite MCU movie. Is yeah, it's wrong, my so. second favorite. Second favorite? What's your favorite? Avengers. The first one? Yes. Okay. The original That's Avengers. getting used. I fucking love... No, why did I do that? I just... <laughs> I just... God damn it. Yes, use hashtag tell Fred and we will discuss all the franchises you hate and love to hate next week on the episode. It's going to be fun on the show. All right. Cool. What's up with Fred? Anything from you? Musing musings news? Mm, No. No, it'll be out on the 20th, definitely. That's about it. It's just under two weeks away now. Is it? Yeah. Shit. Yep. Okay. It's exciting. Yep. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've realized I have to do stuff. <laughs> no, nah, it's all done and edited. I'm oh, just okay. playing around. You're, yeah. you're just being silly. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's all ready to go. Nice. Nice. Then I'm going to eat my hair. <laughs> Fun. Ugh. Enjoy that. That's, yeah, that's gross. Okay. Um. It's like hair dye. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you want to go wash your mouth out. Maybe. Should be right. <laughs> um, from my side of it, well, I've always got stuff going on. Um, so you did on the thing the other day. Yes. So finally, guys, finally did another episode of non-scripted ramblings that I uploaded. Mm. Um, was my quick review on Ant Man and the Wasp, which was um a bit more than i had to say in today's episode uh, it was about six minutes long of me rambling about the movie and everything i liked about it um and how enthusiastic i am so that <laughs> was fun um i am going to be putting out a spoiler filled review um hopefully within the next week or two um once i give you know we give people time to watch the movie um because yeah. i want people to watch the video obviously um because i had a lot of fun talking about that because um, there's a if you've seen the movie like we have there's some pretty big things that need to be discussed so gigantic things gigantic the size of these things can things. be con- compared to a goliath hey, i see what you did there well done well played um <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, yes, so I'm excited to upload that. Look out for that on the Fred the Alien YouTube page coming up. Um, if you haven't already checked it out, please feel free to... Two things. Go back and watch my uh, my Ant-Man video in my Countdown to Infinity War series that I did. Because uh, yes. I did a review on Ant-Man there. So if you want to brush up on... If you, don't, if you don't have time to watch the whole movie and want to know basically what happens, I pretty much run through the film beat by beat sort of in that uh in that video so go check that out um because it's only like 15 20 minutes long and um yeah and then my um top 10 michael jackson short films collectible chaos is you know a really awesome video that fully and i had a lot of fun putting together for everybody so we would love if you go watch it leave a comment like the video share it around still haven't watched Oh, why did you have to say that on air? Now I have to be nice to you. Maybe that's why he said it on air. <laughs> so I wouldn't, like, just storm off. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I forgive you. Um, but, yeah, so there's lots, lots going on for me. I'm, I'm going to try and work on a, a a written review for Ant-Man and the Wasp um, mm. and get that up on the website, mm-hmm. uh, which would be cool, and then work on my next Collectible Chaos script. So lots happening with me. <laughs> As is usual, so yeah. That's good. It's good. It's yes. it's exciting. Pumping out the content. Yay, content! 
Um, okay, well, that's it, I think. Is it? That is. Yeah, we've reached the end. There's no more. Oh. That's the end of the content for this week. Oh. Ah. Devastated. Yeah, me too. I'm sad. But that was a podcast called Friend. I'm so confused by oh, myself. I don't... Well, I'm confused now. I think I think I've confused myself. Anyway. Do I confuse you? Do, do I confuse you? No. Do I confuse you? No. <laughs> Mostly because you're just trolling me all the time, so I just assume everything you say is a troll. Ah. It's usually accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. That was a podcast called Friend. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister. Featuring Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, Collectible Chaos, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings and our live stage shows such as The Writer and Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. And that was the Fred Fred Plug, I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been an Ashley Hall. And, and you've, you've just experienced, experienced a, podcast a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat food. Yeah. Damn, that was a good one. Got yep. no response. <laughs> and remember, with great power comes great responsibility. <sighs> <laughs> what? I've heard that so many times. I know, but it's a Spider-Man. It's, okay. it's a Spider-Man quote. I'm starting... Uncle Ken. (laughs) I'm Uncle Ken. (laughs) No. Let's not do that. Starting the episode with a Spider-Man reference, ending with a Spider-Man reference. Fair enough. Closing. Closing. Closing the the story. The cycle. It's great. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. Do you feel good about your Spider-Man references? I feel okay. Or are you going to tell Mr. Stark how you feel? I don't feel like I was, you know, I was just going to say, maybe I don't feel so good after all. <laughs> oh, that's evil. I'm going now. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, don't. Oh, I'm turning to dust. Oh, no. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Woo. <laughs>